everyone. Welcome to episode 20 of Guys Who Law. I'm Jesse Weber. I'm Andrew Icebrook. And I just, my voice just cracked really bad. Well, let's start over. <laughs> okay, let's do it again. <laughs> sure, you kind of like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just keep it like that. Let's you keep know, going, yeah. It's, you know, I should note, it's not the two of us today. Yes, we have Amba, our producer, but we also have another friend with us. I've got a little transformer. We See, our office is in the same office as the Mary Sue, and the Mary Sue gets all these different little cool toys and I got this cool little transformer they gave me. I don't know why the girls from the Mary Sue gave this to me. I guess they probably feel like sorry for me for yeah, some reason. Well, yeah, we are lawyers, but we, we act like five-year-olds, basically. Yeah, I haven't grown up at all. You know, I have two little nephews, and it gives me an excuse to play with action figures again. And let me tell you something. That is a lot of fun. We get, we get a lot in this office, so um, it has nothing to do with law and crime at all. Jesse's playing like, with the action there's, figures there's again. in this office, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get back into serious subjects. First up, we're going to talk about Michael Cohen's latest guilty plea. Then we're going to move on, and Andrew's going to talk about a fire that was started in Arizona that really shouldn't have started. By a, by a gender reveal. Gender reveals have been become huge lately. That yeah. Gender reveal, so you know, is when you're having a baby and you reveal whether it's going to be a boy or a girl and a cake, a balloon, or whatever. Right, yeah. and, and usually it's a peaceful time, a nice time. Yeah. This one wasn't. Um, so, Twitter has a lot has had a lot to say about this, but I, yeah, I love I like this topic a lot. And then Andrew's gonna f close it out with something that's equally, equally as important. That in Scotland, there's a very strange law that says any Scottish man found to be wearing underwear underneath his kilt will be fined two cans of beer. So this is this is stemming from it's 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 going to be a new segment each week where we discuss a. A, a crazy law from a different country. And last week we discussed uh, some laws in Antarctica. So right. if, if you missed that episode, go to lawandcrime.com or listen to us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us, and you'll get all the info. I like we always say we're going to do a new thing each week, this is, and then we just don't end up. We're like, oh, we're going to do funny names every week. Nah, that ended after weeks. I like this segment, too. I do yeah, like this yeah, one, yeah. so we're going to do this one. Let's start with Cohen, though. It was revealed... Yesterday, as of this podcast, when we're recording, that Michael Cohen, Trump's former lawyer and fixer, has pled guilty to lying to Congress in relation to Robert Mueller's Russia Trump probe in a new plea deal. He pled guilty to one count of making a false statement to Congress last year when he told lawmakers about his efforts to secure a deal to build a Trump Tower in Moscow, right? There was this idea that maybe they would build this really, really huge building there. And basically what he lied about was, A, how long those discussions lasted. He said that they they ended uh, early 2016, but really they were continuing on into June 2016, right in that prime time of the campaign trail. Uh, he also lied about whether or not he got a response back from the Russian government, because he was actually communicating with them more than he said, and whether or not there were plans to travel to Russia. What this all means is, is that he pled guilty to lying to Congress. And this is interesting because this is just another guilty plea for him. You might remember that he already has pled guilty back in August to violating campaign finance laws, multiple counts of tax evasion, and bank fraud dealing with his personal finances, but that occurred in the Southern District of New York in Manhattan. Here, this is the first time he just pled guilty to Robert Mueller's team. So it's a little bit different. 
And you might be wondering, why did he do this? Why would he plead guilty? And that's what leads us into our discussion today, uh, because he didn't have to do this, but he did. And really, the, the answer that everybody seems to say is, well, Michael Cohen definitely has some information about President Trump, and he is looking for a lenient sentence. Because one thing I just want to mention mm -hmm. is that lying to Congress carries a maximum sentence of five years in prison, a fine up to, of up to $250,000, and three years of supervised release. Add that on top of when he pled guilty back in August. That, all those crimes that he committed, that he pled guilty to, that I believe is upwards from three to five years in prison also with fines. So he's looking probably for a lenient sentence. So, is, so does this deal have anything to do with the previous deal that he made months ago? No, no, okay. this is totally separate. It's okay. just, but it's another example of him admitting to lying and being a deceptive and fraudulent person. So basically what happened was perjury. He lied to Congress. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, but here's the thing. So the timing of this is the big issue mm. because what we found out is his guilty plea happened after President Trump submitted written answers to Robert Mueller's questions. Remember, we were all wondering whether he's going to sit down for an interview or not. Well, he mm -hmm. gave written questions. If those answers don't match up with what Michael Cohen said, theoretically, you could say that Trump lied to federal investigators. Those are a lot of Fs, but that's one factor to consider. So this must be a bit unnerving to Trump, being that this is basically his closest confidant. This is someone who is his right-hand man, who is his lawyer for many, many years, both on the legal side and in business, and he is pleading guilty to a federal, federal, federal crime, right? Well, um, I think Michael Cohen. Oh, this is what Trump said: Michael Cohen is a liar. It's no surprise that Cohen <laughs> lied to Congress. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, uh, Trump's current lawyer, said. He's a proven liar who's doing everything he can to get out of a long-term prison sentence for serious crimes of bank and tax fraud that had nothing to do with the Trump organization. Here's the funny thing, though. Yes. The question is, basically what he lied about, mm. he didn't lie about a crime being committed. Right? He just lied to Congress. About timing. He just lied. He, made, he said an, an inaccurate false statement to Congress. Now, the question is, does that mean that you could lie to Congress about, hey, what color is the sky? It's green. No, it's important. What he lied about is important, but it had nothing really to do with collusion between the Trump administration and Russia. But, 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 here's the only way that it might. So, yes, building a tower in Russia, speaking to Russians, doing business with Russians, it's not really illegal even if you're running for president. However, there's this act called the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, which makes it illegal for U.S. citizens and businesses to bribe foreign officials. Mm. So the question is, if you're saying, hey, I'll build this really nice tower in Moscow, and oh, let's not forget, there was a plan to give President Putin a $50 million penthouse in this tower in order to lure other rich, uh, wealthy Russian oligarchs into the tower. So if you're doing this, is this are you bribing foreign officials? Like a quid, like a quid pro quo, sort right? Of thing. Like, exactly. So they're saying that if they did this, then right. that they would help them during the election. That's the way you could look at it. But there's no, there's no real. None, we don't see any proof that came out of that. That's that's, that's the theory. And most yeah. importantly, even if that was the plan, yeah. if Trump didn't know about it, he might not be found uh, responsible under that law. It might not be a violation because. 
it's not even clear if he knew that was going on. And even if that's true, the, it was more of a plan. It was more of an idea. I think there needs to be more active steps, not just brainstorming in order, in order to be a violation. So it seems like this is not really a smoking gun in terms of like the, the Mueller investigation or any sort of collusion allegations that have happened up to now. It's it's more of one pe- more like one piece in the puzzle of someone lying about something involving Russia, et cetera, that makes things a little bit more suspicious. I mean, he didn't need to get more on Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen was already guilty. He was already in, in the hot water. Yeah. But what more could he get on Trump? Again, I think the bigger issue is those responses that Trump's team gave to Mueller. And mm-hmm. if those responses don't match up with the information Cohen gave, that could be a problem. Also, also now that they know the, the timing of this, supposedly, they could look more into Trump's involvement. And you know, some people might say, well, Trump has attorney-client privilege because Cohen was his attorney at the time, but attorney-client privilege does not apply to business dealings. If you're working with someone on the business side of things, not on the legal, it doesn't cover that. So Cohen also worked with Trump on that end, too, not just the legal. What happens if Trump thought he was his lawyer and asking him for legal advice during it? Probably it was attacked. Well, you, well, you have to look through the documentation and see what was legal and what was not. Why should? But here's the thing. if you, The problem is, even if you hate President Trump, Michael Cohen's not a trustworthy witness. This is a guy who just pled guilty to lying again. I mean, again, he the, he had lied. He pled guilty back in the day, tax evasion, bank fraud. These are all deceptive kinds of crimes. And now he said that he lied to Congress. So, it, yeah, why you can't take what his word is? You have to corroborate it with witness statements, other information. You can't just take it for what it is. No, but it also is his Trump's right-hand man. It's, right. a, it's, a, it's a reflection of Trump as well, even though there's not a direct link yet, but it, it's somewhat of a reflection to have the person who's been working with you, who you've relied on for the last decade, a couple decades, right? Yeah, but is it so outside the realm of possibility that he would say anything to save himself? About Trump? I mean, uh, yeah. Cohen? Would Cohen just say anything to save himself? Maybe. I mean, at this point, maybe he just wants to do the right thing. I don't know. As a, you know, if you want to believe Cohen, let's not forget what George Bush once said. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> Fool me twice. I mean, you can't get fooled again, okay? Neither <laughs> George Bush impression. <laughs> I haven't done it in years. I like your Donald Trump one better. Yeah. Yeah. You know, frankly, that wasn't good, okay? <laughs> Cohen is a loser, liar. Um, I mean, it's just the thing is, th- but that's not the only little rattle here, right? So yeah. Mueller, th- but here's the thing. I read all these articles. They're saying Mueller's like a genius. Mm. We He's as scary as we always he's say. He's got like he the spider webs on his walls with the connections <laughs> with the string and the photos everywhere. Like Chinese food takeout everywhere. Every other episode, Jesse and I talk about how if we were interrogated by Mueller, we would just melt instantly. Like if I walked into my apartment and he's in the chair in the dark smoking a cigarette, I said, okay, what do you want to know? What do you want me to admit to? (laughs) Everything I'll tell you. (laughs) Don't look at me. He's so scary. And I've never, I don't think I've ever heard him speak before. Oh, his voice doesn't match up to uh, the way he looks. Actually, would you like me to play his voice? Yeah, let me play his voice. Let's do that. Yeah, because... He's one of these people, you, you think the voice is going to, like, what would you imagine it to be? Let me start there. Deep, intimidating. Like uh, James Earl Jones. Maybe, maybe. Okay, let me, let me, you ready? Yeah. And uh, almost everybody who had joined the Bureau before uh, September 11th, uh, and I was adjusted, including myself, 
Does he sound like the Does he sound like the nicest guy? Like he sounds like your neighbor. Hey, would you like some sugar? He sounds like way too profe- more professional than I had expected. I thought he would be like, you know, just antagonistic and aggressive. Now, what did you want him to have? Like the kidnapper voice? Like, hello. <laughs> it's me, Robert. Like Jack Bauer sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Mm, but eh, he's still pretty. He's still pretty scary. There, there's yeah. a lot of other factors to consider here. Let's let's just go back to this. Okay? Yes. Yes. Matthew Whitaker. Yes. Acting Attorney General. Uh-huh. There are reports that he was probably notified of this plea deal before it happened. Mm. There's another question is if he knew this was going to happen, did yeah. he immediately run over to President Trump and say, hey, this guilty plea is going to be coming down? If he did, is that illegal? Can you, If you're the Attorney General, because obviously he's been called out for being yeah. uh, a Trump supporter and that he'll do anything to support Trump by shutting down the Mueller investigation. If he is forthcoming with information to President Trump, is that illegal? Because he doesn't represent Trump. He represents no. the United States. Yeah. I, I think it could be. Yeah. Uh, there's I don't know the exact re- ramifications of confidentiality in terms of, I guess, you know, it's there's settle, plea negotiations going on. Parts of that are confidential. Uh, so are you saying yeah. that Mueller made another trap that, hey, if I watch Whitaker run over to President Trump's office and say, Oh, he, he started telling him immediately about this plea deal before it even came back. This is just one string of his spider web. <laughs> yes. More chicken lo mein. We will be staying till 5 a.m. now. Uh. Oh, and that's not it. That's not it. One last thing to think about as well. Donald Trump Jr. Mm-hmm. That's right. Do you remember that he provided testimony to the Senate in September 2017 he, say, he said he wasn't involved in the Trump Organization's efforts to build a tower in Moscow, was not aware that Michael Cohen directly reached out to the Kremlin about it, and suggested Cohen's efforts to work with Russian-born developer Felix Sater on the project ended in 2016. If all of that proves to be inaccurate based upon what Michael Cohen said, couldn't you argue that Donald Trump Jr. as well lied to Congress? Little Donnie Jr. It lied also, but allegedly. That, but here's the thing. If he gets indicted, right, and he gets those charges pushed against him, what's he going to do? He would wait for his he, w- he would wait for his father to pardon him. Yeah, he's not, he wouldn't take a plea deal. Right, no, right what, is he going to talk against his father? Not going to happen. No. no. So Michael, so Mueller, what this, bot, this means is this investigation, this is still ongoing. Yeah. I don't think this report is coming down anytime soon. When do you think it's coming, though? These investigations take a long time. It's already time. been a pretty long time. But has it in the grand scheme of investigations? And here you're talking about a massive investigation in terms of uh, a presidential election. Like another uh, year? Maybe. Six yeah. months? I don't know. Maybe six months. Yeah. But that, When that day comes down, wow. The our, news thing is going to be crazy. Our Guys Who Law episode is going to be amazing. Yeah. Two Transformers. <laughs> Two Transformers are going to happen. But yeah, that, that day, the, the whole media or, the whole media is going to go crazy for it. Yeah, that's all that people are going to be talking about. For di- oh, for months. Yeah. And it's probably going to be a very long report, too. Like Everybody's going to be digesting it quickly. You know? Yeah. I'm just going to need to do a lot of reading. Okay. Yeah. Poor Amba. <laughs> she does so good, though, for us. Um, all right, so... There's a lot going on here. Should we rate this? I think we should rate this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'll give it an eight, and I'll tell you why. Because mm-hmm. it concerns the president. And if it concerns yes. the president of your country, it's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, Robert Mueller can really come after anybody. I believe that. I don't think he's real. 
I think he's like Kaiser Soze, like you. I think you've said before. And I feel like every time I do something wrong, I wonder if he's just <laughs> gonna find me. <laughs> Anytime, like, but if I, you know, like, I'll give you an example. I was in the store today. Yeah. And I think they gave me an accurate change, but I didn't tell them about it. Yeah. Because sworn, I turned around and he was wearing like the, the hat. <laughs> Coming after them. Like he's working in the bakery section. And he's just watching. <laughs> I don't know. So I, I give it a really important. It tells you a lot about the law, and it's going to take up all of your media news time. Anytime you want to go on any website and see what's going on, this is the thing you see. So yeah, it affects a lot of people's lives. Yeah. Um, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Uh, I think this is very important. Um, in the grand scheme of every Trump topic that we've talked about, I, this is probably on the upper echelon part of things. Um, but like to millennials, I want to let's look through it to like a millennial perspective here. I don't know honestly if they care that much. Are they a, a lot of them following this? I think they they care about if something bad happens to Trump, but they probably don't Maybe. know that. The, but we're the, still we're, we're still not on that like smoking gun step. By the way, like, this Transformer has two arms that came out. I just discovered that. It's pretty oh, wow. cool. I have wow. to see if his legs work. Um, definitely a 10. Yeah, this is cool. No, but the thing is, is like, yeah, how many people know who Michael Cohen is? Like, I need to leave room for those new discoveries. Like, when the report comes out, that's going to be, like, higher. Yeah. Um, there's going to be some more evidence that comes out that's probably a little bit more serious than this, maybe. But if you ask anybody on the street, like a young person on the street about this, yeah. and you'd be like, what, what is, what's the big issue with Trump? People be like, oh, uh... Russia, he, he like with people able to actually explain what the issue is. No, they say they have no Russia, they have no collusion. I think that's all they would know. And if they're like, oh, Michael Cohen, they might be like, oh, he's that guy that. Yeah. You know. So I, you know, to millennials, I'd say maybe this is like a until like the big news comes out. I don't think they're going to be that concerned. So five point five, I'm going to go with here. Oh, that's low. Yeah, five point five. Okay. And you know, maybe don't stack that up with some of my past ratings because it might seem a little odd. In terms of how related other other things, but yeah. yeah so. <laughs> the minute you said five point five, Robert Mueller just came behind your shoulder and he goes, "It's more serious than you think." <laughs> well, when he comes out with it, it's going to be really high. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm don't trying to. That. Don't I'm trying to tempt him. I'm going to bait him in here. Yeah, I don't want him in here. <laughs> so, so, got, scary. so a topic now that is going to going to top that score by far. <laughs> <laughs> it might, cause no, probably won't. But it, let's do it. No. Uh, so gender reveal parties. Jesse, have you ever been to a gender reveal party? Uh, n you know what? No. I feel like more people reveal the baby just like when it's born. Yeah, I guess the parties are actually not much of a party. It's usually like a private thing with the family. That's then, a party. Then, but then they record it, and then they show everybody on Facebook. So what happens yeah. is usually, once I've seen lately, there's usually like this like baseball-type-looking thing that they pitch, and somebody has a bat, and then it explodes into either blue or pink. Blue if male, pink if female. Right. Um, so they do that with they do that with cakes now. You cut the cake, it's blue or pink. They do that with I think like water balloons and stuff. It's the new big fad. People want people to know what their what the gender of their baby is going to be like a couple months before it happens. Shocker! Everybody on social media wants everybody to know about their lives. Yeah. So so basically, uh, in September. Um, there was a U.S. Border Patrol agent who was having a gender reveal party um, in a uh, national park. Was it a national park, Amba? Yeah. Okay, it was a national park. Sorry to interrupt. I figured out this transformer has legs, too. He's now sitting on my phone. All right, please go. <laughs> uh, um, so... 
he uh, was having his gender reveal party in a national park, and he decided that the best way to uh, to announce the gender of his baby was to have a box basically in the middle of this park uh, that he would shoot with a gun and it would explode in either blue or pink. Mm-hmm. So he shot he shot he shot this box and it exploded and started a fire that destroyed over 45,000 acres of land before, oh. it was, before it was put out. And you got this it's all recorded it's all on video online. So look look it up. What's the reaction when they did that? They're very, very apologetic. So that, so the reaction, you can hear some of it on tape. They were like, oh, pack everything up and get out of here. But apparently this guy like called the police immediately, mm-hmm. like, knew he was totally wrong. And also this was like a person who was a, like a, in – he worked for the government. Yeah, Border he was, Patrol. He Border Patrol. So right. um, you know, he, was on, he was on the straight and narrow, I think. And he, he, he said he was wrong and basically – he pled guilty uh, as a misdemeanor to violating the U.S. Forest Service regulations. Um, first of all, I don't really know that that's a misdemeanor. That's like some, seems like a pretty, seems pretty serious. serious. Yeah, but anyways, uh, no jail time though. He uh, basically agreed to five years of probation, and he has to pay more. He he agreed to pay more than eight million dollars in restitution. Eight million dollars. U.S. Border Patrol agent. Where are they getting that kind of money? Yeah. So obviously he's not paying that. I think they said they they would. They'd let him pay two hundred thousand to be fine, something around that. Um, but gender reveal parties, listen. Actually, I have something else to say first. So, the most entertaining part of this is the Twitter reaction to what happened. Oh, what was it? Gender reveal parties are very polari- polarizing. <laughs> so Twitter went went apeshit when they, when they when they saw that this happened. <laughs> so here's some tweets from that were making fun of of what happened. Okay, let me hear. Uh, one person wrote, gender reveal parties are literally, literally ruining the earth. <laughs> That's actually clever. One person wrote, only you can prevent gender reveal parties. <laughs> uh, another wrote, is it a boy or a girl? No, it's a fire. Congratulations. <laughs> I like that one. That's my favorite one. <laughs> and then lastly, someone wrote, okay, now, now can we please just stop with the gender reveal parties? So, yeah, this isn't the first time a gender reveal party has gone wrong, too. This is an epidemic across the country. Something like this? Yeah, so there's another video online where someone was throwing one of those gender reveal baseballs to somebody Uh with a bat, and their grandfather was standing behind them. The guy didn't swing. It went right into the grandfather's face and exploded. What happened to the grandfather? I don't know, but he was—he—he he, he got hit in the face. What, you're going to leave me with that information? I, I saw the video, and they, there was no after video. So this is just a terrible idea all around, right? I mean, I, that's not how I would reveal my baby, by the way. I would do it like— How would you Like Simba. It? I was going to say, like, like Lion like, King? Like Simba. <laughs> like, you wouldn't know, and then i just lift the ba- the boy or girl up like this, and this is what I would do. Or, or a different one. I'd have a maze, kind of like Escape the Room— and at the end of it, whoever gets to the end, you will be re- you will get the identity revealed to you. Mm. Because let's not forget, my baby is gonna be awesome. <laughs> he's 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 showing the transformer that he has yeah, in his hand right my now. My baby's gonna be. Oh yeah, when I did the Simba thing, I lifted the. So uh, my my cousin is actually pregnant now, and um, for her husband's birthday party, uh, they had a, a mentalist, like a hypnotist sort of guy, mm. and we asked him at the end of the party. Can you guess the gender of the baby? Because they're not they're um, they're they're waiting to find out until the hospital. What do you say? 
he said, I'll write it down for you and don't open it until the end. But the thing is, yes, he's got a 50 for 50 chance. Yeah. You know? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Either A, you yeah. got it right, and then they'll be like, oh, my goodness, it's amazing. Yeah. Or you got it wrong, and they're like, we're never going to use this guy again. Well, it's like what we thought, that it wasn't real to begin with. Yeah. yeah. So. You should have wrote boy slash girl. <laughs> yeah. I'll leave, it, I'll leave it up to them to decide. Do you believe all. in that? Mentalists and psychics? Um, well, so he actually uh, kind of hypnotized me, but it wasn't. I don't, I, there was a trick behind it, I think. Well, ex- now you so, have to. So, so, so it was basically what happened is he brought me up and he brought someone else up. He had to stand like five, six feet away from each other. And uh, he then um, told, went to the audience and he was like, to us, he was like, point, raise your hand if you just got tapped. And mm-hmm. uh, we both raised our hands. And he's like, point to where I just tapped you. And then we pointed to there. So then I, our eyes were both closed the whole entire time. And then I looked at the video after, and we didn't know this because our eyes were closed. He had never tapped me. He had only tapped her. It was kind of like a voodoo, In that exact a, location. A voodoo trick. A voodoo trick, yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. It's crazy. I've been I, to those kinds of things before. Yeah. I think I know how it was done, but... How do you think he did it? I mean, I don't want to ruin for our viewers, but I guess I will, right? You don't have to ruin it for our viewers, but what about our listeners? Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> good one. Um, so, I think he tapped me like at a different time, like when he was positioning me. Show people me people can see on the transformer where he you. <laughs> <laughs> <He tapped> me. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Show me, Andrew. Where did he touch you on the transformer? Um, so yeah, going back to gender reveal parties, this guy, he, you know, uh, he, he knew he did something wrong. Don't do this. Don't if you're gonna do it. Don't shoot something that that's has explosives in it in, in, <laughs> in, in a dry area. Can you imagine if you did that? You'd probably kill someone. Yeah, you don't want. No, I don't think I would do a gender reveal party. Do you with you? I wouldn't you do would? that. No, I wouldn't do that. That's for me to know, and and my wife and my future baby, and like maybe a couple of close friends, and maybe yeah, like, like when the baby's born. So. That's the way I want to do it. When the baby's born, then I call everybody and say what the baby oh, is. Oh, so you want then nobody I don't even want to know what the baby is until the baby comes out. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's why you wouldn't do a gender reveal party. Too. Yeah. And I don't want to set fires. Yeah. All right. So let's write w- this w- Wait, I have a question. Yeah. He only got probation and a fine because he confessed and immediately called? Well, he pleaded, pled guilty. So does that mean, like, let's realistically think about this. In life, if you commit a crime and you immediately call police, I said, I made a mistake, I want to plead guilty, like... Do you think that you get some sort of leniency? Well, this was also a misdemeanor, so it's, yeah, the penalty wasn't probably crazy, but mm-hmm. I think it depends on the crime. Like murder, you know, you can plead guilty immediately. It's still going to be probably a tough <laughs> sentence, you know. Oh, you, you wait. You called the police. <laughs> One year prison. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I like this guy's an idiot, but I also like feel bad for him too. Yeah. Do you feel bad? I do because well I feel bad. I mean, there's a lot of damage and a lot of work to try to fix this, and clearly he's an idiot. But uh, by the way, spoiler: he's having a boy. Is he? Yeah. I mean, but it's also like I don't know how bad I feel for him. No one was hurt. He's okay. It's not like he's in jail. If he was in jail, I would have felt bad. Yeah. I don't know. He's gonna pay a lot. How much money does he ultimately have to pay? I think like two hundred thousand. It's still a lot for a border patrol agent. Yeah. But all right. All right, let's rate this one. Um, Andrew, what are you going to rate this? Um, three, 3.8? Actually, no. No, I'm not going to rate it 3.8. What are you going to rate it? I'm going to rate this. I'm going to rate this a 5.1. Ooh, higher. Why? 
Because I think I think millennials are into gender reveal parties, and it could be dangerous. It could be dangerous. Watch mm. out. Yeah, I'll give it a five, but but also because I think the people who lived in this area really affected their life. What does it say about me that I rated something 0.4 less than uh, a topic that had to do with like a, an investigation on President Trump's yeah, confidant? I, I think you need to really look in the mirror and question your life. Who am I? I don't know. I don't know. Who are you, Andrew? Yeah. Well, crazy world we live in. <laughs> so next topic, we're going to go around the world. Yeah, international guys as well. Yeah, we're, we're, we've gone international and discussed some of those crazy laws out there. So last week we got Antarctica. This week we're in Scotland. And there is a law in Scotland that says any Scottish man found to be wearing underwear under his kilt will be fined two cans of beer. Amba, so, is this real? Yeah. This is real. How do you check this? How does someone enforce this? Like, how do you look? You look? I mean, it has, it's probably one of those like incidental things. Like maybe somebody was arrested for something else, and then this comes up, and then, and why is the penalty two cans of beer? That's assuming that the the suspect has beer on them at all times. Yeah. So uh, apparently, not wearing underwear under a kilt is a Scottish military tradition. Mm. During the First World War, some sergeant major majors reportedly used mirrors tied to the end of golf clubs to look up and under the kilt during during inspection. So I think this stemmed from that. Why? What's the rationale? Because honestly, if you're fighting in a war and you're crawling around, you want some underwear. I, yeah, I would want underwear. I, I actually, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I would want underwear. Think about this: Scotland, pretty cold, right? That yeah. kilt blows up. Yeah, it's not gonna be pretty. Why two cans of beer though? Why can't they just find the money? Who gets the beer? The government? Like, does it need to be an IPA? Does it need to be, um, like, light beer? I, I I don't understand. And that means that they must have beer on them at all times. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But. I don't understand this uh, by a lot of things. I mean, why can't I just live my life and and I want to wear a kilt but be protected at the same time? It's crazy laws in these countries. You, you just don't know. Yeah. Um, I would like to know, you know more about why, but maybe there's not much case law in this. No, I don't think so. I don't actually want to argue this one too. I, I, this, wait a sec. Yeah, but I, I, would you ever wear a kilt? Yes. You would? Uh-huh, I mean, I think... I, don't know. I, I see them walking around with the bad pipes. And Does that look price. appealing to you? Now that you know different. that you can't wear underwear underneath. Well, no. Uh, man found to be, oh, to be wearing underwear. I misread that one. Yeah, you can't wear under. You have to be uh, naked underneath that. Oh, yeah, that's that's tough. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you were in the war wearing yeah. this, that's not pleasant for you down there. Yeah. I, you I, get I, caught up on some tripwire, there goes your gender reveal party. Yeah, so I guess I'm 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 leaning toward not wearing a kilt yeah. now. Not yeah. wearing a kilt. Yeah. No, I made a good. I, th- I think there's something to be said about it's cold there. Think about this. You don't want that kilt riding up. No. You, it's not going to be nice. And that's why if you have underwear, you can protect yourself. Yeah. So I think they need to revisit this. So we want to welcome all of our Scottish viewers, net listeners now, who all just turned to, off to guys who are. <laughs> we do respect your country. We yes. Just, we just it's, every country has crazy laws. In the U.S., there's some crazy laws. T- crazy laws. Yeah. So we're you know we're equal in who we're gonna pick on. Yeah. New Jersey, you can't uh, pump your own gas. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my home state. Pump your fist, but not um, your gas. Well, well, yeah, but we're all about employment, so we're employing people. That makes sense. Jobs. That makes sense. Jobs. Um, Great jobs. The most jobs you've ever seen. We love jobs. Jobs. We love it. <laughs> as almost as much as Steve Jobs. <laughs> Good guy. Great. Made the phone. Really. You know, touch it. And I say, hey, Ivanka, where are you? 
iPad, iPhone. Great. I like to watch different seasons of The Apprentice. <laughs> I watch it HD, then regular to see the 10, difference. 1080p. I'm not a, I'm not a kilt guy. You know, some guys are, <laughs> frankly, not for me. Trump loves Scotland. He goes to Scotland a lot. Well, they got great golf. Yeah. There's a course there, too. Yeah. I don't think he built Trump Tower Scot- Scotland, did he? I don't know. I don't know. Next uh, episode. Next episode. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that wraps today's episode. I think we learned a lot. What we learned, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but we're going to keep coming back at you. Got big news coming up over these next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. We're going to get Robert Mueller in here. <laughs> stay, <laughs> stay stay, tuned for the exclusive. Robert, we just make stuff up. The exclusive. Uh, we're yeah. going to have a sit-down between Trump and Mueller yeah. on the next guys who lost. Yeah, Kim Jong-un is going to join us, too. He's <laughs> what a prankster him. that guy is. Yeah. And uh, Andrew and I, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, what else can we make? Yeah. Well, next, next week, actually, let's we can preview this. Yeah. Next week, Jesse and I are going to have our dads on. Yeah. This, Early Father's Day. This episode would not exist without our guests next week. It's a great point. Biology. So stay tuned. Should be interesting. Bye-bye.